Yeah, welcome back to the Two Beers Podcast. Two for one. NBA playoff special. Woo, here we go, baby. Drew, Tori, how's it going? Fantastic. I, I feel like you should have let that play a little bit more. Really got into I want to know if you into. could name the band and the name of the song. I hope so. Alan Parson Projects. I forget the name of the song. Drew? Ra- and- Rage- Raging Bull? No, Serious by, uh, by the Alan Parsons Project. Oh, baby. All right. I could imagine is the uh, Bulls announcer like screaming his lungs off, like crescendoing for Michael Jordan. And now. Michael Jordan. I've crescendoed for Michael Jordan once in my career. All right. Zing. Assume positions for the two Bruce salute. Three, two, one. I got a uh, Southern Tier New Juice IPA. Nice. Tour. Uh, well, being that it was my birthday week, uh, went down to a local brewery who is having their anniversary celebration, and they brewed a beer called Birthday Cake. So I am having a birthday cake. What the hell? What kind of beer is that? It's That's uh, adorable. It's a. Uh, I'll read you the thing. Birthday cake, ten uh, percent uh, imperial style, brewed with lactose, and spent ten months in Heaven Hill barrels, then conditioned on chocolate cake and vanilla. So. Wait. So it's in, okay. So it's in a whiskey barrel. Yeah. And then lactose. So it's some kind of milk yeah. uh, agent. It's, it's, and then mm-hmm. then they put cake in it and stuff. Chocolate cake and vanilla. Take a sip. Is this any I good? Gotta, it smells, it smells pretty good. It kind of makes me want to throw up. What is it good? It's all right. It's pretty sweet. It's a <laughs> it's a lot sweeter than I would think. Uh, they put cake in it for crying out loud. Yeah, I was expecting to get a little bit more of the barrel, but yeah. All right, pretty, Drew, what do you tasty. got? Uh, just a run of the mill Trogue Snugget Nectar. Oh, nothing, nice. nothing, nothing run, of, nothing run of the mill about that, my friend. <laughs> I was gonna say nothing, nothing fancy. Whew. All right, well, um, let's get into it here this week. So, uh, great first episode, guys. Um, a lot of what you said ended up playing out. Um, so, do you guys have any reactions to the playing games and how how they went down? Drew, you want to start off? Uh. Aside from the fact that I got them all right, minus the Laker game not being a blowout like I thought, um, I think that people really underestimated how good of a team the Grizzlies are, uh, and they sure found out watching them uh, watching them play the other night. So John ja, ja Morant is easily becoming one of like the fan favorite stars to root for. Like the kid plays hard. He was terrible the week before against the Warriors. Couldn't make a shot. And then he comes out in that playing game. I think he goes 5 of 9 from 3. Yeah, hitting about 5 floater. of 10. Yeah, yeah, 5 of 10. Hitting floaters everywhere. I, I just I love this kid. Um, yeah, John Morant's the winner. Of the, I mean, obviously LeBron had the biggest play uh, of the play-in. But I think Ja was the biggest winner just, uh, you know, from, from a – a marketing standpoint for himself. 
Yeah, and I can get behind that. I, I, I was uh, John Morant was the one I wanted out of that uh, draft class. Uh, R.J. Barrett, obviously good, but I think Jaws like a whole other tier, if you will. Uh, yeah. Definitely had his fingerprints all over the games he played and uh, just kind of took control of him as he's kind of doing in game one of this uh, Utah game. Uh, and, yeah, like you said, he just he just took over – yeah, uh, that team has uh, good good talent uh, that they mesh well together. That they use uh, well. Um, Dylan Brooks uh, defensively I... has been improving in his time in the league and has never been shy offensively. Uh, I was just about to say, who do you, who do you think has more of an internal green light, Dylan Brooks or Dion Waiters? Oh, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, neither one of these guys has ever seen a shot they didn't like, but man, yeah. uh, it's it's tough. It's tough to call. Uh, I'd have yeah. to go waiters. That's a, that's a waiters. You can see that green light from space. Yeah. Oh man, don't what a what a player he's turning himself into though. <laughs> two two big books. But anyway, um, yeah, and he's and he's just a shit talker. Did you see him in the post game with like the Terminator glasses the other day? Yeah, oh, dude, he's yeah. so he, he's so cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, let's let's get let's let's get into it. Let's uh, you know now now the now the brackets are set. Let's you know we talked about I think we we talked about last week or last episode since these won't be weekly. They you know we're gonna kind of just do them as we need to. Um, did, before we get any further, did you want to oh, mention God. even the Golden State side of the? Uh... Oh yeah, I mean, listen, Curry Curry was fantastic. Um, I don't think I can shit on Draymond Green anymore. I he was one of my favorite players for the longest time, but. His his just like inability to want to score the not even inability his lack of awareness to realize that he needs to get more shots than Toscana Anderson or whatever the hell that dude's name is yeah it, it just baffles me because his IQ is so high even even at the end of the game where Curry's basically quadruple teamed Draymond catches the ball at the foul line and just needs to go up for a dunk and get fouled he's like instinctively like trying to pass it off to a scrub. Like yeah. I, it just it. Uh, I yeah, don't know. You, I, you'd like to see more aggression up, out of him, especially with a guy who has his stripes that he's earned in this league. Just makes no you, sense. You would like to see him exert his confidence and be able to go up like in situations like that, especially and uh, you know try and go and score as opposed to make yeah. the pass. Just kills me. How about how about you? Uh, yeah, like I said, there. I saw a lot of people criticizing Curry for falling out of the playoffs. I, I really didn't feel that was uh, just or – I mean, he played a heck of a game, and I thought uh, their flaws came from an overall philosophy where they were all trying to force backdoor cuts. Uh, even Curry was trying to force bad passes in there, and they, they just turned the ball over way too much. You can't, you can't win games uh, turning the ball over the way they did, and it took them straight from yeah. the seventh seed to right out of the playoffs because they should have had that game versus the Lakers. Yeah, before uh, in our NBA preview, Jo was uh, was all on Steph Curry, telling him he should be able to carry his team to the playoffs. So Jo, you uh, you still in that yeah. same you still in that same bucket, or uh, you 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 give Curry a pass? Uh, he did enough this year. This play in things weird. I I I'm I'm off of his uh his bad side All for right. now. All right, I like it. Yeah, I'm with you there. He yeah. definitely uh 
proved a lot this year. Yep. All right. Well, hey, um, let's um, let's get into the first round um, matchups, and you guys, let's talk about your predictions of how this year is going to go and the game one reactions because. We are through game one of every game except for this Utah-Memphis game is going on right now while we record. So uh, how about Philly and Washington off the bat? Uh, I'll go first since it's my hometown team. Uh, I think the Sixers are going to win this in – I'm going to say they win it in five. Um, I, wa- I think I posted my, my predictions of the whole playoffs the other day and said six, but – um, I think Beal and Westbrook get them a game here, um, if not maybe two. You know, they're – Philly, I mean, whatever. They're 15 games better. I don't need to go any more than that. Uh, my game one reaction, uh, Tobias was sensational. Uh, he's the key to this team doing anything in the playoffs. I mean, he needs to just be consistently good. He needs to be able – he needs to be a guaranteed 18 to 22 points a night and shooting high percentages from three. Uh, that's that's what they need. That's what they've needed from him since he got here. Uh, huge game with Embiid uh, on the bench in the first half with foul trouble. Uh, and the other thing that you saw at the end of the game is Tori continued to text me. Uh, there's that that dude is a key is that key is that, <laughs> that is that Peel? That is that Peel? Okay, it's Peel. Uh, the sweating, the famous sweating emoji or GIF. Uh, but this is what it's going to come down to. Listen, like what what are the Sixers going to be able to do with Ben Simmons in the last three minutes of a game? to where he's not a complete zero offensively and just isn't getting hacked and, you know, hack a bend and put on the line with empty possessions. Yeah. Uh, you know, Joe, when Joel, like Joel still is in that habit of not just, you know, getting himself as deep in the paint as he can. Like he still floats a little bit, the three point line. And you saw that in the last, uh, you know, minute and a half today. So, you know, what's the option going to be and how are they going to use Simmons? So that's, that's where I'm still leery of, them getting out of the East along with Doc Rivers being able to adjust in game. Yeah. Uh, I think that I thought going into the series that this had more or less a sweep coming, coming. I, I, I don't okay. think that, uh, there's enough that the wizards could do to slow down and bead. Uh, and if Tobias could be, you said 18 to 22. I look for him to, if they're going to have championship aspirations, he's going to be closer to 22 to 25 uh, a night. If they're going to go as deep as yeah. they, uh, they plan on going. Uh, and I, and I think it's a possibility. I really, I really think he, I mean, he obviously had a tremendous game today, 37 points. I think he could, uh, step up and take, take over that role and get that many points. Uh, but I think, in crunch time, it's going to have to be the Embiid show. Uh, the fact that uh, the Wizards were able to hang around today was a little bit of a cause for concern, but I, I would think that the Sixers would be able to make the adjustments necessary where they could really like bury them over the next couple games and get out of there quickly. Yeah, Doc Rivers and adjustments aren't words that are typically spoken in the same sentence, so well, yeah, we, I should, mean, we shall see. Yeah. yeah. All right, um... Next series I got for you guys, and sorry these aren't in order. I'm just going down the NBA app. Whatever. But um, Tori, your Knicks uh, versus Atlanta. Uh, what you lead us off? Well, uh, I mean, the first off, the game tonight was tremendous from a fans. Oof. I mean, if you're just sitting there wanting to watch a good basketball game, you got it in that game. There's back and forth, uh, good plays. Neither team was really able to 
pull away from the other. Every time you thought one team was ready to make that move, the other team came back with a flurry and just... It, it was just a, a great game to watch. Uh, as far as breaking it down, the the Knicks, uh, early on, Randall uh, was being relied on too heavily and was not having a great uh, shooting game. Uh, eventually, they got away from that. Derrick Rose got in there, started to assert himself. They're still starting Alfred Payton, which I don't understand because once they get out of like the first quarter, I feel like he just doesn't see the court. Uh Derrick Rose is their guy, and Emmanuel quickly right after him. Uh, they they uh, use a little bit more depth than Tom Thibodeau teams typically do in the past. Uh, I think they're going to need to do that just to keep uh, Delana's defense on their toes. Uh, if they, I feel like if they shorten up their rotation, they're going to become a bit too predictable. But, uh, I mean, Atlanta, you got what you thought you were going to get. Trey Young... Uh, his fingerprints are all over that game. You know, taking it to the hole, doing floaters, getting to the line, uh, passing it off, uh, just making things easy for his team all around. And that's going to be uh, their calling card, and he's going to have to continue to play like that for them to beat the Knicks. I this, think this game's going to be six games minimum, or this series will be six games minimum. Who wins? Uh... You know, in series like this, you go with a team with a better player, and I think that's Atlanta. Yeah, I uh, I have the Hawks winning in seven. Um, I just think offensively, they're going to be more consistent than the Knicks. Great. I think this is probably the most evenly matched series, and I don't think anybody. There's no real true superstar, in my opinion, that makes which makes it even more unpredictable and fun to watch. Because you gotta, they're gonna have to find. Both teams gotta find different ways to score at the end of games. Yeah. Um, and that today's last, game, that last possession by the Knicks today was. A oh head my god! Oh my god! Um, I mean, obviously it's only point nine seconds, not too much you could do. But for RJ Barrett to not even be on the court, you got Taj Gibson out there. What's he gonna do with point nine seconds? Well, I mean, and you then know, you throw, and then and then and then you throw like a lob pass. It, uh, it was awful. But, to, um, to Randall, like with his back to the basket, <laughs> to the basket, yeah, uh, I, was, outside of the foul line. I'm like, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was brutal. Uh, today's game, listen, I and I, I've shit on Trey Young since he got in the league. I'm not a fan. Uh, I've always I've always praised him for his passing because it it is it, it, it's a sight to watch him pass the basketball. Uh, but dude, like he he was super efficient today. Go figure. You don't you don't shoot ten thirty five footers in in a game, um, and you actually are an efficient offensive player and actually make winning plays. But at the end of the day, like that, you know, the game to me, the you know, a big play of the game with twenty seven seconds left. He did that bullshit James Harden thing where like R J Bar- Barrett's like just playing like defense. Like he, like you're gonna co- have contact yeah. with guys. And then he flails himself and like falls backwards eight feet, and then it's like let's let's play fool the ref. Like, all right, like that's cute. Like maybe you'll you'll get that against the Knicks because you know the Knicks don't have any of the top tier talent in the league. But like in round two, when you do that bullshit, like it's not gonna work, and you're gonna lose games. So, uh, you know, with one play, he completely got me to just start shitting on him again with that nonsense. <laughs> even even though he hit a game winner, that was like exactly what I'd like to see from him. But the fact that he still resorts to that nonsense is annoying. But I got the Hawks in seven. Uh, F. Alec Burke 
for making <laughs> shots when he didn't make a single shot for the Sixers last year. And this guy's going to go out and like put up 30 in a playoff game in the garden. I so. think he put up about 20 in the uh, fourth, fourth quarter, quarter alone. Yeah, Ridiculous. Just fucking ridiculous. But I, I think the Knicks will bounce back in game two. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like you said, there's going to be a long series. I don't, like I said, six games minimum. Uh, and Atlanta's got the best player. So I think they take it. Yeah. All right. Um, Milwaukee versus Miami. Milwaukee is up one oh. um, well, zero. Let me, ah uh, man, uh, I'm trying to find my stat line here. Uh, the big thing, obviously, they win. They win game one. Uh, my boy, I've been I've been president of his fan club for quite some time now. Chris Middleton with the oh, game yeah. winner. Love with him. <laughs> Didn't you <laughs> send him a seconds. Christmas card last year? Oh, I sure did. Listen, and I want to I want to because one of our buddies uh, was on the Twitter was saying how much I hate him. Listen. I don't hate Chris Middleton. I just listen like I, when I watch. As an, I've always said on this podcast, I'm an ambassador of the sport. Like I have to tell people and educate them on basketball. When you're when when he's the second best player on a championship contending team, and he's considered an all star and all this, like that's how I'm gonna that's how I'm gonna like talk about him. So when he doesn't play that way, and he gets paid like his one, so when he doesn't play consistently like that, like I'm gonna criticize you. Like it is what it is. And when you when you show up like he did, I was raving about his shot, incredible shot the other day. Uh, but here's the problem, and I, I can't find it. The, their success again is gonna come down to Giannis in the last three minutes of a game. Yesterday in the last two minutes, he was three of eight from the foul line. He got a 10-second violation at the foul line, which is just ridiculous, by the way, that that even that even happened. I, I can't yeah. believe that. Uh, he missed he missed a seven foot seven foot jump shot on the baseline. He missed a, a bunny layup, which then he got bailed out. He traveled, and then they got a foul, which put them ahead by a point. Um, and they're relying on Brook Lopez to make big plays for them. Listen, that's just not going to get done. And I like Giannis. I I really like Giannis. He's a young, exciting player. Uh, I like that he re-upped with Milwaukee. They went all in and want to build a team. Like they showed him, like, listen, we're we're in this to try to get the talent that we can get you. We want to build a winner here. And he was like, you know what? Let's go. Like he re-upped. He, you know, he didn't just jump ship. Like I mean, he may complain. You know, he may demand a trade in two years. You never know. But that's what he did. But dude, like you got to get better, man. Like you know, uh, you know, or what's his name? Who's 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 the old man on uh, Brooklyn now? That or that? Uh, oh, DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan became a better foul shooter. Like, like <laughs> it's not ridiculous. People that are like, oh, like you shouldn't expect Giannis to become a 75, 80 percent like free throw shooter. It's like why? No, that's why. It's what you. Like why? You, like exactly what you need him to that, do. Yeah. Like what do you mean? Yeah, like this is like this is the world we live in now, where it's shooter. like you shouldn't have. Like, is that that hard to make three out of four free throws? Like, it's insane to me. Like, you know, like, uh, do I, I don't want him to be a 40. I'm not asking him yeah, to be a 45 I'm not asking him to be a 45% three-point shooter. But, dude, you got to be able yeah, to knock yeah. down a 10 foot, a 10, 10 to 15 footer consistently. You have, like, you have to be able to do this. So they were lucky to get by game one. I think it was, it was critical they win that game because yeah. Miami's in their head. Like I, if you think Miami's not still in their head after the bubble, you're you're nuts. And even even Giannis talking about it a couple of days ago where he's like, "Oh, I don't know if it'll be any different than last year." Like you can just tell like it's lingering. Um on the Miami side, I thought they had a really good game plan. I thought they played well. Their shooters shot well. Duncan Robinson was on fire yesterday. Uh I'd like to see Jimmy be more assertive at the end of these games like 
again almost like yeah. draymond like he's looking to like set people up but it's like yo jimmy like you're the dog like you you need to take some of these shots because they're getting bad shots because he's not taking like the easy ones that he has uh do you think I, some of that comes from spolstra because i feel like in uh, minnesota he was all right with being the dog because i mean maybe no, i mean no one else there was uh, well, listen he's still at the end of the game in regulation he still took Giannis to the hole and scored on him yeah it's just like it's it's just where i think you there was more a, than that yeah like with a minute left like he had it you know he had an open or he broke down his guy and easily could have just pulled up for a 16 foot jump shot and instead, like he like has he stopped, picked up his dribble, hesitated, and was looking to pass it to somebody. Like, gotta shoot that ball, man. Um, I think I think the Bucks are still gonna win in six. Especially, I feel even more confident about that after they won Game One. Uh, game Two will be a war. We I think we both said this was the series we were looking forward to. Yeah. So it it hasn't disappointed yet. Yeah, I I like uh, to see how the Miami shooting is gonna be able to stretch out some of the uh milwaukee defense i don't know if that's going to take brooke lopez you know out of the lane because he has some shot blocking ability he's not a terrific shot blocker but he has some whenever he's able to linger back towards the rim so if they're able to if they're able to get him out of the lane that could open things up for your boy jimmy and he'll be able to get to the rim a little bit more um yeah I, i i I'm interested. Hopefully, I could get to watch more of these games. Like I said, I missed game one of this series. I was really upset because I was really looking forward to this series. But, uh, yeah. I, I, what are, I, what I, are the predictions? I, I, Drew, I don't know. Did you say yours? He, he yeah, said like, Bucks, Bucks and Six. six. He said Bucks, Bucks and Six. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry. I'll, I'll follow him on that. I, I think that's a, a pretty uh, reasonable pick. Okay. Um, next one, uh, last one in the East. Brooklyn uh, versus Boston. And Brooklyn leads the series 1-0. Uh, this is the only game that I didn't get to even watch a single minute of while I was uh, hanging out and uh, playing dodgeball with Mickey Mouse over the weekend. Um, but I did get my my Nets insider Kevin Lacey to give me the the rundown. Uh, effectively, you know the big three they looked they looked a little skittish, a little little rushed uh, in the first half. The Nets didn't make a three pointer until the last like minute of the first half which was pretty wild hmm. uh, when you consider the three the three guys, uh, the big three plus Joe Harris. I just say uh, Joe Harris and who are the other two? <laughs> oh, yeah, right? <laughs> um, and then uh, for whatever reason, I think, I think uh, Nash decided to start Blake Griffin, uh, and he was pretty horrendous. Uh, the game turned like Tatum came out hot. The Celtics, uh, you know, they were, they were shooting the ball well early in the first half. Uh, they, they they benched Griffin essentially and played more Jeff Green and uh, and then Durant Durant took over Kyrie started making shots uh, and the Nets ended up you know winning pretty pretty convincingly there um, in the end so I mean Brooklyn it's going to come down to how good can they be defensively I mean I think they're going to I think they're going to win this in six but an easy six I think they're going I think Tatum's going to get Boston one game just because he's that good and then I think that. I think I think it'll be like uh, they'll be up three one, and Brooklyn will like screw around and lose a game five, and then have to have to you know win by thirty in a game six. That's how I kind of see it happening. The biggest thing that happened in that game was uh, did you guys see Durant's fall on that Marcus play with Marcus Smart, where like I I, I can't believe he didn't like completely shatter his shoulder. 
No. You guys see? Oh, I'll have to I text not. you guys later. It was nuts. It was uh, you would have you would have thought like what happened with LeBron today, where like he got like his shoulder tickled <laughs> and was on the ground for like eight minutes. You would have thought like Durant would have been done for like two hours after what happened to him. When I show you guys this, but it was pretty wild. But yeah, I'm gonna take Brooklyn in six. Probably it might end up being five, but like I said, I. I have a feeling they're going to screw around one game, and that's going to cost them. Uh, I, I'm more leaning towards five, possibly even four. I, I, I just don't think the Celtics have the yeah, talent. Packing uh, it in. Yeah, I, I mean, they just outclassed all the way around. Brooklyn, uh, I got to watch a little bit of the game. I was surprised they even let Celtics hang, hang around that long, and then... It was like they flicked the switch and was like, okay, this is too much. And then just from there on, just took over and Celtics had nothing for them. I believe the big three for them, uh, not Joe Harris, but rather uh, Durant, uh, Harden, and Irving combined for 82 points. I believe I saw that. It's somewhere in that range. Yeah, 82 84. So, yeah, there's guys, if if they're all clicking like that, they're going to be tough to beat. Uh, they just have uh, a level of depth that not many teams have. I don't see. Yeah. I don't see the Celtics. 80, I, I, 80. I'll, I'll give the Celtics one game because I like Tatum. Yeah, which 80, 82 of one hundred four. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it. it they just. Yeah. I, I'll give the Celtics one game out of respect for Tatum. But okay. That, but that's it. All right. Um, so just continuing straight down the line here, um, Utah, the one seed going over to the West, uh, versus Memphis, the eight seed Memphis went in the playing game. This game is going on now. Memphis is up by 12 or 13 and they are headed to the line and it's the fourth quarter. I don't think, I don't think the jazz will sweep them. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's my prediction. Bold prediction. Yeah, I uh, I thought Utah would win this in five. Um, I did not realize Mitchell was not going to be ready for game one. So I guess I'll say Utah in six now since they're getting their shit pushed in right here on the on the road or on the, at home against the Grizzlies. Uh, it's been a weird game. Like I, they, Utah just doesn't know what to do. Like they're just shooting shots, like jumpers, long jumpers, long jumpers, long jumpers. Um, is Mike Conley just done for the year? Is that a thing? I mean, what's his I, deal? Yeah, Con- Conley's just like he's an anomaly. Like everybody raved about them getting oh him last year. God. I was and, like, never I, a believer. I was like, yeah, this. Well, he's. It's like the Drew Holiday thing, and and I know he had a big he had a big stop yesterday with point five, you know, uh, on Jimmy. But it's like he's just like for whatever reason he was like the flavor of the league in this trade last year. He but he played a lot better this year than he did last year for the Jazz. But I don't know, man. Like he just you know they need him to step up and score points, and that's just not what he's able to do. As, as he hits a three, as I say that yeah. um, to put the game. I, I back say, are we talking about Mike Conley right now or Drew Holiday? Uh, I, uh, I didn't Conley. even know he was playing. I I really had no idea he was playing. I was gonna say, oh, didn't I, thought, I didn't I just see him out there? I thought. Oh, I thought you were being like no, like, I was honest, like yeah, yeah, facetious. Like oh, no, he's out there. Honestly, but it's like, like yeah. that's that's the kind of impact he's had that I didn't even know he was in the fucking game. Uh, nice flopper you could bear. What a loser. But uh, um, All right, so, uh, yeah, Drew, jazz you say six. Jazz in six, Tori? Yeah. 
Look, I, my my uh, hesitance on the do it, do it. My hesitance on the Lakers was because uh, I didn't know the health status of LeBron and AD. I gotta be hesitant on the on the Jazz because we don't know the health status of Mitchell. Uh, I had said he would probably come back around Game Three or Four, but I thought that the Jazz would come out in Game One and then have Memphis maybe take Game Two. I didn't think uh, Memphis would come out and give it to him like this. But I, look, there's still nine minutes left. So I'm not gonna write this game off because Jazz do have a lot of talented players. Uh, so what do you, who wins the series and how many? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jazz in seven. Oh I, I, baby! Because I I do think uh, I think the Grizz are cooking with something here. I think they're a year or two away, man. They oh god, yeah. Jaron Jackson hitting that one, yeah. Well, but, what's uh, you, what what the only reason I disagree with you is because they're never gonna they're never gonna land uh, a stud that they need to put them over the top. Uh, I, I'm not a hundred percent sold on that. You know, you get right. you get one in place, which they have. You get one in place. We'll see. The, the other ones are more likely to come. You know what I mean? We'll see. All right. And especially, um, he oh. seems like a guy that people like. You know, and, and they they all want to be buddy buddy with their teammates. So he seems like a guy people rally around. People like. I bet he can. You, can you, can you, someone. can you imagine if him and him and Zion don't take the first extension and both opt out and sign with the Knicks? Can you imagine? Oh, I mean, that's a guarantee. They're both doing it. <laughs> right, I, yeah, I heard they like playing in the garden. They love it. That. That's a guarantee. Put them in the uh, royal blue and orange right now. Oh, I love it. All right, what do we got um, next, Jay? Next one is. Um, Clippers versus Dallas. Oh my God! Clippers are four. Dallas is five, and Dallas leads the series one. Man, they fooled. They fooled me again. They fooled me. They fooled me again. Oh my God, dude! Kudos to you, Tori, for just you. I I I refuse to listen. I just I keep getting swarmed in that they just have two got like two players that are are just at crucial positions to win in the NBA. But I just I keep forgetting. Pandemic P once again. He he actually he, he had a decent fourth quarter yesterday, but the other first three quarters he was awful. Um, uh, th- listen, uh, Luca absolutely dominated them again and again and again. This is like the ninth playoff game in a row where he's done it. I- I'll stick with the Clippers in six because again, yes, they're. What, I think you told me they were like the best three point shooting team in history. No, they were number one in, in the league this year in the league of all time. Um, they shot like 20% yesterday and Dallas shot like 50%. Yep. Uh, I, my, 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 our one buddy, Mikey was trying to tell was trying to tell me yesterday, like, is the, is the talent really, is the, is there really that much disparity in the talent between the two teams? There absolutely is. If you could even name me the starting five on Dallas, I'd give you 10 bucks. Um, oh man, I, I really could use 10 bucks. They're just, uh. Like the, the, they're just, they're just mentally weak, man. This team, like they're choke, they're a bunch of choke artists. Ty Ty, Ty Lu doesn't change anything. He sucks too. Um, yeah. I I don't I don't even know what to say. I'm still you know, I'm just pissed. They they fooled me again. And again, they may they're, they may still end up winning, but I, I'm gonna take the classic case of where there's some of the whole does not equal the or the whole doesn't equal the sum of the parts. <sighs> they you know, you look at Paul George. And really, what what has Paul George done in playoffs? Nothing. He made Nothing. he made the Eastern Conference. You know what he did? You know he what made he did? the Eastern Conference Finals 
the year Russell Westbrook made the NBA Finals, okay? Yeah. And you going to crap on Russell Westbrook for all his playoff shortcomings. Pandemic P, he's had his shortcomings. I agree. It, you know, you know what he? The only thing, the only highlight he has in the playoffs is that dunk that, on, that, the, on the Heat. That's it. He, and people, people, he had people, that. He had the, a the, the, yeah. was good, good series against the Heat. I'm, I'm and not, the people, the people that prop him up are like the LeBronites who want to make it seem like he's faced the toughest competition ever. So they like throw Paul George in there. But keep, keep going. You're the one who keeps saying, "Oh, look!" I'm the one who said, "Look, this could blow up in their face." No, you're and, right. And you know you're what? Right. Part of that is Kawhi's fault. You want to take all these games off. You don't build that chemistry that all these other teams have been building. That's that's on Kawhi partly too. Well, we're gonna, I, I'm not giving we him. Gotta, I'm not giving him a pass in this. We've got a we've got um, a new set. We got a new segment we're going to premiere tonight, and that's that's going to be a topic. Um, you said it. You said it in our NBA preview show that Kawhi, the Clippers, at the end of this season are going to end up with a uh, atrocity Paul George contract, and Kawhi is going to leave. They lose in the first round here. He is 100% opting out, and he's going to be a Golden State Warrior next year. And the internet is going to break when that happens. They're going to trade. They will. They will send Draymond packing, or maybe he's a free agent. I don't know, but Draymond will be gone. And Kawhi is gonna it's gonna be Kawhi, Steph, and Clay, and people will lose their friggin' minds. So Tor, I, who, who you got in this series, Tor? I am going Mavericks in six. Okay. Uh, all right, next one. Um Denver versus Portland. Uh Port Denver's the three, Portland's the six. Portland leads one oh. Tori, good call on that on the parlay. You're welcome uh, again. So um all right. Uh Tori, you you kick this one off. What's your thoughts here? Uh, you, you know, we, I think the moment that Jamal Murray went down, everyone was, everyone, you know, it was just such a blow because the expectations for Denver were as high as anyone in the league. They, they had legitimate title hopes with a healthy Jamal Murray and, you know, uh, Frank, Campazzo, I believe. I, I don't know if, how you say his name exactly. He's he's done all right, but he's no Jamal Murray. He's not gonna sit there and go toe to toe with the other team's best player and put up fifty like Murray did in the bubble last year. Uh, it it's just it's just sad that we will have to always ask what if. Um, so you're with, going with Portland then? Portland has enough. I mean, they definitely got enough. Uh, Melo came out really hot uh, last game. I don't consider. I don't think he's going to do that. You know, for the entirety of the series, but he could give you maybe another game, maybe another two games like that. They have enough in place where they're going to be able to just. They they have enough in place where they could outscore Denver and. Uh, yeah, the the weird thing I found about uh, Denver's game, yet yeah, Jokic was all looking to score, and we, I don't even know if he had an assist in the first half. He didn't have very many. Didn't have very many assists for the entire game. Okay, my bad. No, you're right. He had zero in, in the, the first half. In the first yeah. half, and the announcer yeah. said that his low for the game was two assists for for the season. Yeah. Was, Anyway, sorry. And he didn't have very many for the entire game either way, uh, which is unlikely of him. And it makes me wonder if he's questioning the ability of his teammates. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., you know, my uh, my boy, 
He he didn't play uh, up to the standards he's going to have to play to for them to have a chance. He's missing a lot of open shots. Uh, if, if I mean, obviously he's going to need to play better than he played in game one for them to have a shot. And I think he could do that for maybe three to four more games, but but not enough to not enough to put him over the top. And so you're taking Portland. I'm taking Portland in six, maybe seven. Don't call it six. Why not? All right, Drew. Portland six. I got nothing else. All no right. Mur- no Murray. They're done. Love it. All right, and then everyone's favorite series: the two seed, the two seed Phoenix versus the seven seed LA Lakers. Uh, oh, Drew, you, you lead off this one. Oh, Did you pull man. out a crispy five out of your wallet today? Oh man, I can't wait till I get the next four W's and you're set. You're Venmoing me that twenty bucks, Broham. Uh. Yeah, I, I, not, not surprising Phoenix took the first game. Not exactly the way I thought they'd win, but um, they're up 1-0. I, I fully expect the Lakers to win the next four. Uh, you know, it's interesting. People, Based on what? What, what, what is? Well, here's, well, here's, well, this is because this is, this is what I'm basing it on. So, have you ever, have you ever, or can you remember any time where the home team in Game One of the playoffs of a playoff series? is the aggressor on both ends of the floor and don't get a single free... Th- not only did not get a single free throw attempt in the first half, but the other team gets 17. Can you even remember that even happening? Like, ever? Please, lead me to your point to say, So I, that's I, a first... So, well, here's my, well here's, my, here's my point, okay? The Lakers aren't going to lose a series. They have the two best players in the series. I don't even care if they're at 80%. DeAndre Ayton's going to be in foul trouble every first half. Like, it just is what it is. I'm not saying that it's a fixed series, but he's going to get called for a bunch of fouls, whether they're legit or not. So he's going to have to play with foul trouble. Uh, the Lakers are going to shoot three times as many foul shots every single game, and they're going to be in the penalty early in the second, in both the third and fourth quarters, just like they were today. So the Phoenix Suns are basically going to have to shoot 40 to 50% from three every single game, have to win the turnover battle every single game, and they're gonna have to hope that either they're gonna have to hope that the Lakers role players just don't make shots. That's it. Like because everything else is gonna be against them. The Lakers are gonna have every opportunity to make easy ba- to make to to get points on the board without even making shots. And I don't know they're gonna do that. Even today you can see it that before that big scuffle that happened between Payne, uh, Caruso, and Harrell. You know, Payne's, Payne's on a fast break, and Caruso fouls him. It's a blocking foul, but they don't make the call because they don't want to get the Lakers in the penalty, and then it leads to a three-point, which should have been a three-point play for LeBron had he not, you know, separated his shoulder in seven places, it seemed like, for as long as he was down on the ground. Um, I, I just I, – I, it's it's just too much. Like, I, I don't think they're going to be able – the Suns are going to be able to do that for an entire I, I think I started to hear taps playing whenever LeBron went down. It's yeah, dude. It, it oh god, it's just so ridiculous. But we're just we're I know we're all just haters, but like yeah. that's insane. Like, um, so Lakers. All right, Lakers and five. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't like, mean to cut yeah, you off. I, well, no, I'm just saying. Like that's I. I just don't know how how Phoenix is going to be able to do that four times in a series. Like overcome all that. Sure. And like people people that were like, oh well, you know the Lakers. They're just they're the best defensive team. They don't foul. Three of the best defensive players in the NBA this year. Ben Simmons. Uh, Joel Embiid and Rudy Gobert, three teams. I don't know what Utah where they ranked in the NBA def- in defense, but the Sixers were top five. I could tell you All- who's number one in defense. Oh, the Lakers were number one in defense. Eh. 
They were, but the Knicks, the, the Knicks, Knicks, Knicks one? Baby. Oh, I didn't realize that. All right. Never won in so, like multiple categories. But, but, yeah, but now here's my point. So the three guys I just named you, all three of them are probably the top five defensive player of the year candidates. All, all three of them ended up with four fouls today. You know how many fouls LeBron and AD had combined today? Probably two. 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 Like, it's bullshit. Like, I, like my, our buddy Teddy who listens to the pod is like, oh, dude, they just don't foul. Do you, are you here? Do you, don't you listen to the announcers? They don't foul. I'm like, dude, get the hell out of here. They don't foul. Like, those guys, as aggressive as they are, they had two fouls called combined. Like, it's just they're not, the Suns aren't doing it four times. It's not happening. But go ahead. So you're telling me a team shot 17 free throws to the other team's zero free throws and was down – 10 points in the first half? Yeah. Well, they and could, I'm they supposed to be score. concerned? You should. That that's going to happen well, because, every game? Well, you better, you, you better hope that you, Davis— Lord, Lord you, forbid it becomes 17-7 to 7 free throws because well, there's you, six you, more points right there. You better, then you better it's hope 16 that, points at <laughs> halftime. You better hope that Davis only scores 13 points a game then and that every other role player in the well, Lakers I'll, doesn't I'll, make a shot. Like I said that, to you guys in, in the group text, one thing I do find interesting is Aiton matches up with AD uh, physically and athletically better than probably anyone else in this entire playoffs besides Joel Embiid, which obviously, you know. Yeah, he owns it, Davis. What? He, I, he owns he owns Davis. Yeah, he owns him. Well, well, that's neither here nor there. I'm talking about it yeah. now. But, no, but, I'm with you. So he has a chance to give uh, AD some fits. And also, since AD came back to in- from injury, I sent you that thing. He's only shooting 20.5% from three and shooting 41% overall from the field. So I don't know if there's lingering effects. Take that as you will. Maybe they had tough competition, whatever. LeBron wasn't there half the time for the majority of the time, so all the defense converged on him, whatever. Yeah. Whatever's going on, he has not performed to his normal level since he came back from injury. And that's going to need to change if the Lakers are going to have any chance. AD said it himself in his post-game press conference. Yeah, uh, Lakers by 15 points in game two. Tied right. up 1-1. So, Tor, who, who you got for the series? I got the Suns in six. Suns in six. All right, well, that's something we – I mean, everyone's – it's a good enough matchup anyway, but now with your guys' uh, contrasting opinions, that's going to be – very interesting. Um, uh, I'm, I'm looking for. I, 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 nothing will make me happier than Venmo and Tori 20, 20 bucks at the end of this, but it's just not going to happen. Uh, you're prepared, be prepared to be happy. Unless it's boxing, I'm never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, unless it's non Canelo boxing, I'm never wrong. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, Drew has a, wanted to premiere this little segment called Drew's Three Point Play. Um, so. Drew, you got three burning questions. What I got, do you got? Yeah, and now you know we're not. We don't do hot takes. We don't do these bullshit shows. So, I got three questions that um, I, I've I strategically thought about phrasing them just so we can have an honest conversation about them. And Jo, you can weigh on these two. Uh, my first one is now that the play-in's done and something you know, something that we all fear could happen because of this play-in happened. You had. Um, the Golden State Warriors, they after 72 games, 72 games in the regular season, they were the eighth seed. They beat the Grizzlies a week and a half ago to secure the eighth seed. Uh, but because of the play-in, Seth Curry's not in the playoffs. So 
are we, and I, we may all have not been in favor of the play in, but let's pretend nobody knows that. Do we agree the play in should stay? Despite of what, despite what just happened. Jordan, I'm going to let you take the, the reins on this one. Oh, um, in general, and I made a tweet about this, but in general, I, I don't like setups that devalue the regular season. And so when you get teams that are just kind of like sitting around on the bubble or even below 500 and that just devalues the regular season game, I, I hate it. So that's all I got to say. My, my opinion is this. Uh, there needs to be a threshold for these teams to be within – uh, for them to be to qualify for a play play in, yeah, we uh, talked we, we talked about we, that too. Like, so if a if a you know a ten seed is we'll call it five games behind the seven seed, they're gone. I would then play the eight and the nine seed, and the winner of that gets to take on the seven seed, and then. The seven and the winner of the eight and nine game get to go to the playoffs. I mean, there's ways you could adjust it to make it work with a threshold that, hey, if you know if there's a cluster between seven and ten, we'll play out this play-in series just because it is good, you know. But uh, you know, and if you do have a you know a, like a week or so off. Is that the worst thing to get everyone healthy for the playoffs? Probably improves the product of the playoffs. Um, all the talking heads get their chance to yip yap, run their gums, uh, just build up hype for the playoffs. I don't think yeah. that would be the worst thing, but I would definitely consider a threshold. Uh, but I would not. I, I would keep it around. Um, see, I mean, like, yeah. like you don't. Here's the thing. You you don't have to keep it in for 40 years you could do it for five years see how it works and then how in the world when have they ever done it oh, whatever what yeah how, whenever they ever what so how would you mean i i don't know i don't want to get into the whole thing <laughs> what's, what's your opinion my oh, oh, i thought that was the part point of the pod was to get into it but <laughs> my my take on it is um I don't have a problem with the result. I, I think the Grizzlies were the be- I think the better team got in anyway because I think the Grizzlies are the better team. Um, Do you think they would have uh, got in with ten extra games? Um, <sighs> probably right. I do. Uh, the Warriors were faltering there. Um, but here's here's what I would do. It, they're never gonna. I don't think they're gonna do the threshold because it's gonna because then you don't you, you never it, it won't guarantee they'll have the play in and they want to have it. I would make it a seer. I wouldn't do this bullshit where it's like seven, eight, nine, ten, and then eight, nine. So it's like one game. I would just have seven play ten and have almost make it like a mini playoff. Seven plays ten, eight plays nine, best of three. Whoever wins the two games, those teams are in. They're yeah. in their seven and eight. That's yeah. how I would do it, so that it's not just random. You know, one game I, elimination. Um, I disagree. That's my. That's fine. I mean, again, I. I don't. I don't think they need it anyway. Again, when you have so many regular season games, like Jo said, like I, I don't like any more devalue of the regular season either. So I. I would just play it. Oh man, Jazz got it within six. Uh oh. Um. Yeah, but that's my take. So we'll we'll leave it there. So again, it's a shame we're not gonna have Steph. But I was trying to get a uh, our buddy Mikey on the phone because he's he is he has defended the play in like nobody's business. Probably just because Adam Silver's his best friend. Um. But he's such a big Curry fan. I wanted to get his thoughts before we got on here, since it actually happened that 
Uh, Curry, <laughs> Curry's not getting in because of it, but I, I couldn't get a hold of him, so maybe we'll talk about it next week. Um, all right, number two I'm firing off. And again, this isn't a hot take. So this comes back to our Clippers conversation. I'm not asking if Kawhi's overrated, underrated. Uh, you know, Kawhi's obviously one of the best 10 players in the league. Uh, you know, obviously he's really good. Did we, and not even, not we as in the three of us, did we over inflate or put too much into the 2019 finals and his playoff run with the respect of his ability to not necessarily be the best player on a team, but control games at, or have, have, have an impact on the last three minutes of a basketball game. Cause, and I say that because everybody that that run everybody after that was like you know I had we had I had people telling me that Kawhi was on his way to being a top fifteen player of all time which I thought was personally ridiculous I'm like guys he's had like a four he's only gonna have like a five to six year span of this probably you like, want, can I give you a uh, Kawhi la- uh, landmark he hit this year yeah go ahead he hit ten thousand career points yeah exactly ten thousand yeah and how many years has he been in the league yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I just think it's, you know, I, I think we need to put it in perspective that at the end of the day, he won the, ti- he won the title in 2019 with the Raptors, and they did it with a Warriors team that only had two healthy, legitimate players in Curry and Green. Uh, Durant played 11, what did he play, 11 minutes and in the series? And toasted him, and toasted yeah, him for yeah, 11 dude, fucking yeah. minutes. Oh my god, he went 5 for 5 to start the game. Um uh, you know, Clay got hurt in Game Two. Didn't play Game Three. Was still hampered in Game Four. And then I, I, I still think if he doesn't tear his ACL in Game Six, they win that in seven. Um, and everybody else was hurt. I, I don't know. I the fact that I, forget pandemic P. Forget everybody else. The other day they were up three point. They were up three with three minutes to go. Kawhi's supposed to be this defensive stopper. He's supposed to be a guy that can can carry on the offensive end. And they ended up they ended up getting outscored like 17, 17 to to six, and like like he's like not shutting anyone down. Like he should be glued to Luca and like be getting through screens. Like I don't know, man. I, I think I think I just think we put to. I think we overestimated. I'm, I'm using the wrong word. I just think we 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 misjudge his 2019 playoff run and the finals. Because without with, with the healthy Warriors team, they don't even they don't win the finals. So I don't think we look at him the same way. Jo, any thoughts on that one? I just completely disagree. He took the freaking Raptors and won the championship. Okay. I mean, with well, freaking Kyle, with Kyle well, Lowry, and, and, and to put to put this in perspective, the Warrior weren't the War uh, Tor. You might know this. What, what weren't the War or weren't the Raptors some ridiculous record when he didn't play that season? Uh, are you talking about ridiculous good or ridiculous bad? Ridiculous good. Uh, like, I'm, like they, 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 I think they won yeah. like 80, they still won like yeah, 85% I mean, of the games. And you have, to, you have mean, to remember, I, they were the number one seed overall the season. I believe it was the season before with DeMar DeRozan there as opposed to Kawhi Leonard. Like they weren't like a bunch yeah. of, they, it's not like they were like some team that was struggling to make 500. They, they were the number one seed, I believe. Yeah. And then and, they swapped out him for, yeah. So they swapped it, out those two, and then they added Marcus All. They got rid of Valanciunas. Yeah, I don't know. I just I can't fathom how last year the, the bubble's the bubble. Like you know, I don't consider that even real. But the fact that he just can't he can't put his stamp on these games 
like offensively the, or defensively just is mind blowing. And like I like I said uh, in in the last two for one, that shouldn't the like that all goes to the Raptors should have been the number or not the Raptors but the Clippers should have been the number one seed in the West. Like there's no reason why that team should have not stepped up, taken is, over. I mean, if if yeah. Kawhi is that guy and Paul George is that guy, there's zero reason why that team should yeah, not I, have been the I, number one seed. They have no excuse this year. I, I'm just not big into revising history. That that was that was incredible. So, yeah, why, that's that's, yeah. that's that's fine. That's I, maybe I'm not as, I'm 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 not asking it the way that I'm pictured. It's more of the fact that are we just are, are, do we put are was we, it an yeah. illusion? Yeah, yeah. Like he's obviously we, a great ex- player. I, I, I get it. I get we're it. expecting I, him to redo it over and over again but that was a given situation where it allowed can't do it yeah. it allowed him to excel and be the Kawhi that we saw and this is not that situation uh, all right and then my last one uh who has more pressure in the playoffs this year uh Giannis or Harden Oof. J.O. you go first Harden uh, hmm. oh. Go ahead. Um, I, uh, I'll say Harden just because he doesn't because he has two guys he can rely on. That's exactly but if it. they, but if they don't win, it's like okay, Harden. Well, what do you need? Like you had these two guys, Giannis. If they don't win, it's still the same old song and dance as it, as it always been. And it's not going to be his fault in anybody's eyes, even if it is his fault. Mm. So, uh, I'll say Harden, but that's my explanation for it. Oh man, uh, I... stuff question. So yeah, I think you 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 kind of hit the some of the heads of it there, Jo. So so say, so, read the question as you phrased it. Who has more more who pressure? Has more pre- who ha- who has more pressure in the playoffs this year? Well, the, the more Harden. pressure is Giannis because he needs to be great every single game. Um, I think Jordan is taking it from the court of public opinion like standpoint. Yes. But I'm thinking of like who, Actually need, in game, who needs yeah. to perform is Giannis. He needs to be there every second of every game and perform at a high, high level for that team to get to where they want to go. Harden, you know, he could, you know, if he's off, may, you know, Durant and Irving are there and Joe Harris, and they could, you know, get past, you know, some of his playoff blunders, which he's been prone to in the past. Whereas Giannis, if he's bad, that team is bad. That's the long and the short of it. Yeah, and I and I, the way you guys both had it is kind of I I've talked to my buddies before. I, I Giannis, Giannis play on the play has more pressure because he has to perform every night, and Harden's got the other two guys. And again, Jay, like you said, in the public in the public side, it's Harden because if you don't win, like, what do you need? I'm still going to go with Giannis, even in light of both of those, because at this point, like everyone already fucking hates Harden, <laughs> and he's gonna and she basically shit on him for what he did coming out of Houston. So I don't think he really cares. Like I don't, I don't, they, I don't think he cares if anyone piles up on him anymore if they don't win. Um, well, I think it's gonna look really, I think it's gonna look really bad if if the Bucks lose and he is bad at the end of these games, like. 
even if they lose to Brooklyn in seven, if if he just if he can't get it done or just doesn't look like he's gotten any better the last three years, I, I think there's a ton of pressure. And they and they got him Holiday. Like they made the moves they need to make. Um, almost got him uh, Bogdanovich. Yeah, almost. Oh God, it's a three point game. Six <laughs> seconds left. Did they call a timeout or a foul? Sorry, I got distracted. Um, yeah, so I'm they sorry. I'm gonna foul. say what... they called a foul. Sorry, I'm a, oh, I'm a okay. couple seconds behind you guys. So uh, okay, sorry. That, yeah. that was definitely so, yeah, a I, foul call. So yeah, I, I, I think it's might be Giannis. a blessing. I don't know if they have a foul to give or if they're going. And to I foul. also I also think the the Nets have a built in excuse that they only played eight games together. It's year one of this experiment. Um, so I think they got a lot of other things going on. Whereas I, I just think for the most part that Bucks team's the same. You know, without and they added Holiday to only make them, only try to make them better. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Giannis on that one. Should right. we? Should we? Should we? Should we stay on here for the? Oh, he's shooting too. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. I thought uh, they're had, gonna be like timeouts and yeah, stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, if to give. Well, either either Utah is gonna make a ridiculous comeback here, or fucking Dylan Brooks and John Moran are gonna go up one zero, three straight playoff wins. How about them apples? Technically, not playoff games. Well, I was, what's a, that was gonna that was that was gonna be one of my other questions. That, Does that, the play in count as a playoff? Yo, how about the last thing? How about the 2018 uh, draft class? The first round of these playoffs right now. Go ahead, name them. Uh, Aiton, Luca, Trey, uh, Brown on the Nets. The only there's only one guy missing, and it's Jo's boy, <laughs> Marvin Bagley. Marvin. Yeah, but those guys are they're they're looking good, man. Uh all right. Yeah. Well on that on that note, I'm gonna sign us off, boys. You ready right, for good, this? Good good show, boys. Alright, that was a good one. See you next week. <laughs>